Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. You'll have heard this story of some AIB mortgage holders receiving letters recently claiming that their mortgage repayments were increasing by up to €600 a month. Uh, It turns out that uh, this heart attack was in error and it does underline the general pressure that people are under when it comes to mortgage repayments at the moment. And Joanne Madden from First Choice Financial Services in Limerick joins me. Good morning to you. Just explain to people what happened in that AIB situation, Joanne. Yeah, good morning, Joe. Good morning. Yeah, so it does look like there was um, an error on their part and they sent out letters. So what happened was they had a, a book of loans transfer over tracker mortgages that they purchased from Ulster Bank. And uh, when the latest increase rate increase by the ECB came on um, by a quarter of a percent in July, that has been that's been passed on to the tracker, those tracker mortgages. When they issued that letter, they recalculated the loan repayments and they estimated that the loan wasn't going to be repaid in the term remaining on the on the loan. So they adjusted the repayments. Um, to uh, increase them so that the loan would be repaid within the existing um, repayment. But it looks like they did an error in the calculations and that it was an actual error that went out. But they haven't ruled out that, you know, there there, there does look like they said that it's under investigation. So they're not sure exactly whether there is um, a differentiation there that needs to be adjusted. But they have, look, banks are heavily regulated, so... But presumably those that they bought from Ulster Bank that the rights relating to the track or mortgage that people took out with Ulster Bank transferred to AIB with the sale of the loan book. Yes, correct. But if there was, if there is an error that Ulster Bank had been making, you know, in the repayments that is, you know, that is possible that there there could be, um, you know, that they could have to, but AIB will are heavily regulated as well. So look, it, it'll be up to the regulator to decide whether they give people the option of, um, you know, it, it doesn't sound like the, the increase that the um uh, uh, wrote out to customers advising of looks like that was incorrect as well so right. it looks like it was it was a big blunder and on a wider basis then you mentioned another 0.25% mm. increase in interest rates by the European Central Bank again maybe when people's attention was a little off that in July yes. but it's going to have an impact on a lot of people especially obviously track of mortgages isn't it yes absolutely and i suppose like even you know the banks at the moment they have been um slower to pass on the increases so they have passed them on to all the trackers but their variable rates are still you know the bank's variable rates are between three and a half and four and a half percent while the actual ecb rate is um currently now 4.25 and there's another 0.25 expected in september or by the end of the year so those variable rates probably will increase and equally the fixed interest rates so fixed interest rates two years ago had been around the two percent mark um for the 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 four year five year and now they're in around the between the four and five percent so even with the ecb increase increase increases of 4.25 you'd expect that the fixed rates might be 6.25 so they haven't passed them on as strongly as the ecb have increased them but that's not to say even if the ecb pause um increasing rates that those fixed rates might still continue to increase over the next kind of six, nine, 12 months. Right. First of all, that key question about Mm. what the ECB will do. I mean, they have, now it was from an extremely low base and historically low base, uh, they have jacked up rates pretty rapidly, haven't they? Yeah, it's been very significant. And you mentioned there another possibly 0.25% 
maybe even 2.25%, which would be half a percent between now and the end of the year. Is there a sense that they will pause? There is a sense that they'll pause. Some of the data and even some of um, of the policymakers in the ECB have signalled that it's a 50-50 whether they increase in September. But it, they are saying that it's most likely that that 0.25% will go on by the end of the year at least. So at least one more 0.25. Potentially there could be two, but they're saying at least one more. And going into 24 then, 2024, can we expect them to sit and wait or what? We're expecting them to pause. So that's what they've kind of, the, the, the soundings have been that they, they're signalling that they probably will pause. But even if they do pause, they've kind of said it'll take at least 18 to 24 months to see that effect of the in, higher interest rates having an effect to bring down inflation. So they'll pause them probably for a two-year period. So somebody on a tracker mortgage, even the best of them, is probably around 1% over that ECB rate. Some are maybe 1.5% or, or, or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to add that and that's automatic. Yes. But then, as you said, you could still expect people with variable rates to face increases because the banks will start to bleed that into what they've been holding back on so far. Yes, and I suppose it's on the other side as well, on the deposit side, so they haven't increased uh, deposit rates and there's been a bit of pressure this week even. Savings, essentially. Yeah, on the savings, yeah, that they're not passing on the rates there, but I suppose the banks are kind of saying, well, we're not actually passing them on right across the board on the variable rates and fully on the fixed rates, but it does look like it's coming. Okay, so uh, Joanne, then, um, it's very difficult for people to know what to do now, isn't it? Because... If you are on a tracker, the Taoiseach was making a comment last week that people could expect for maybe the next 10 years that rates would be higher. But when you looked behind what he was saying, he was suggesting maybe that they would settle Mm. between 3 and 5%. And in many cases, it's above that at the moment. So that would almost suggest that it'll be at a higher level than it used to be, but that at a certain point, the ECB will... Pause. Come back a little, pause, mm. maybe come back a little, mm. and then most people will end up in that three to five percent area. So that that's where a really tough calculation has to be: how long you've left in your mortgage. Yeah, is it a tracker with a long run, or is it a short run, or do you fix it? It's it's really difficult now, isn't it, to decide? Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose look, that's where mortgage brokers come in, and like there is options there. You can split your mortgage, leave some of it, um, depending on your lender. You might be able to leave some of it on a tracker and enter into a fix on part of it with them as well, um, or or if there is. Is, um, if you can get locked into like a seven or a ten year, if that's all you've left, it might be just worth taking the chance now and locking into a seven or a ten year before those rates also skyrocket. And I suppose there is one other lender in the market um, that's offering long term fixed rates at quite attractive levels. There's a um, one lender that's offering them at three point nine five, so they'll offer up to a thirty year fixed rate at three point nine five. Event. Event. Okay. Only available through a broker, so not on your high street. But um, they have really strong rates and they've given a price lock as well. So they're guaranteeing that rate until the end of September. So if you apply, so there is still time to apply for that rate and then they'll give you till December to draw it down. Right. Because the big challenge here is what may happen over time. I mean, it's so difficult for someone listening this morning <clears throat> to... Even calculate if, for example, they were clever enough to fix a year ago or yeah. maybe a little before that, before mm. this rapid Increase. growth. 
but of course those are li- li- probably three to five year fixed so when they're coming out they could be coming out at the wrong time too correct and they could be coming out at, at, a, at, at the worst time it stabilises at a much higher rate mm-hmm. so they almost need to be thinking about saving now yeah. for that reality because if they refix they'll be refixing likely at a much higher rate yeah absolutely and I think an interesting figure as well is over the past 30 years so from 1993 to 2023 the average fixed rate for that uh, period was 4% so if you think of the next 30 years and you can lock in today at 3.95 for your 30-year mortgage, if you are a first-time buyer now and lock in for 30 years, never have to go through the hassle of switching or thinking about it again. You're locked in. You always know your payments. And Avant have, have really put to bed a lot of um, borrowers' concerns in that they'll allow overpayments. They'll allow you to move your mortgage to another property. Um, they have all those features. And they're offering a cashback as well to cover legal fees to switch at the moment if your mortgage is over a right. certain but level. But that's only for first time, is it? No, that's for, they, they, they do it for switchers as well. As well. Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, at that yeah. 3.95? Right. Yeah. Right. So will that put pressure on the other banks, do you think? That level of... Um, I, th- I like they are probably the, the the market leader at the moment because all the other banks have increased. But I think even with Avant saying that they're um, only guaranteeing that rate until the end of September, which is a good thing that they've they've given they start they they reduced that rate at the start of the summer and they've given us until the end of September for anyone to apply for that rate and then until the end of December to draw down on that rate. But it does sound like the end of September they're going to start increasing that rate again. It also sounds like in the budget. They are not going to do much on mortgage interest relief, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like they're they're going to to do anything there. I suppose they have the help to buy and they have other schemes. So um, I think they probably will have to look at some some element of of the um, of the cost of living. But I'm not sure it's going to be on mortgage interest rate. And you relief. would wonder about the fairness of that because isn't it true that if you have a buy to let mortgage that you get full mortgage interest relief on the interest on that sort of mortgage if you're renting it out. Yeah, you can... In do your you, tax return. In your tax return, you can, you can deduct. So, so, mm. there, so landlords can access that, but obviously not domestic mortgage yes. holders. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose, like, the, yeah, I suppose, yeah, yeah that, that is true, but um, land, landlords are being heavily hit as well. I suppose the tax then on the other side, once they do deduct the interest, it's still quite significant. It's about 50% or that, you know, so... Now, a listener just asking, if someone did get an unexpected amount of money, some sort of windfall that would make a good dent in their mortgage, what's your advice on what they should do? Yeah, well, I suppose like interest rates are are, are quite low. They're expected, you know, to it, not to be too too um, too strong for the like. It will take the banks even when um, on savings. You mean? Yeah, on savings. So even when uh, mortgage rates are higher, interest rates will always uh, be a step below them. So I suppose you're going to be paying more for the mortgage. So I suppose if if you're not planning on doing home improvements, you have no other use for the funds, and you're paying um, a mortgage, you could knock a lump off the off the mortgage, depending on whether you're in a fixed or a variable. <clears throat> and what happens when you do that? When you when you put a lump of money, let's say you get 35 grand yeah. right? and you say right there you are bank there's my 35k what happens to your repayments then so you, they, often the banks will give you an option so you say you're on a variable rate um, uh, mortgage or a tracker mortgage and you want to pay off 35,000 they'll say okay we can reduce you can stay making the same repayments so you're paying a thousand a month you can stay making a thousand a month and you'll still clear the mortgage within the, the term or you can reduce the repayments and, and clear and clear the mortgage sooner so they'll give you the option Okay, so so if you keep the repayment at the same level, but you give them the thirty five k, you will 
end the mortgage fast sooner. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Or you could reduce the the repayments, but that will keep the mortgage longer at the same, at the same time at, at, yeah. at the same length. Yeah. Right. So there are those options. But then, presumably, depends on the type of mortgage you have, or yes. will they do it for most? Will they do it for fixed? So, so for fixed, there might be a break cost. Right. So you might have to pay a break cost to come out of it. But break costs, you know, they're calculated by the bank. But generally, when when rates are higher than where your where your fix is, there mm. there will unlikely be a break cost. And finally, do you think all of this is going to continue to impact people's ability to buy houses? Yeah, it, and it definitely is because it is um, making it more difficult for people to show that they have savings um, at the level that they would repay the mortgage <clears throat> and even to build up their own savings. So it is it is having an impact. And even um, the lenders' calculators and their calculations, it, they all uh, look for people to have a surplus after they make their repayments for their own cost of living. And that is tightening as well. Okay. All right. Well, listen, great advice. Thank you very much. And I think it's just forcing people to think about lots of things, including, for example, if they have been clever enough to fix in the last 12 months, they need to be thinking about, you know, three years down the line or even five, they were lucky enough to get that and what maybe to do at that point too and try to be saving. So, I mean, and look, that's what the ECB wants. They want people to stop spending because their core interest is keeping inflation down and bringing it down to around 2%, 2%, which has advantages, of course, too, for everybody. And, uh, you know, anyway, it's all macroeconomics, isn't it? Uh, thank you to Joanne Madden from First Choice Financial Services here in Limerick uh, for your great advice. Your views, your news, your Limerick today.